first thought that struck me on completing uh, preparation of this paper is that the subject it seeks to cover has the makings of quite a substantial book. A detailed study of the history and achievements of the O'Milconera family is long overdue, but I'll warn you far outside the parameters of the present paper. What I have to offer you then over the next 40 minutes or so is a rather brief overview, but I hope you'll find it at some points of interest. Uh, before moving on, I should explain that I completed the handout before I had quite finalised the text of my paper, so there may be occasional points of disconnect between them, but hopefully it won't cause too much confusion. <clears throat> now, Clonnie Wheel Connor uh, was undoubtedly one of the most significant of the hereditary learned families that were a distinctive feature of late medieval Gaelic Ireland. Its achievements in the spheres of chronicling, poetry and manuscript production were impressive, among them being, needless to remark, the important manuscript which will henceforth be known as Leor Walla and Chimin, the Book of Ballycommon. <clears throat> as will be mentioned presently, the roots of Clannimuil Connera are thought to have been east of the River Shannon in the ancient territory of Chaffa, uh, but its principal area of operations over the four centuries or so down to the mid-17th was in County Roscommon. In the, 15th, in the 15th century, members of the family also enjoyed the patronage of some of the Anglo-Norman families of Munster, such as the Fitzgeralds of Desmond and the Roaches of Fermoy. And in the early 16th century, a branch settled in Thomond, present-day County Clare, on lands of the local Machanmara and O'Brien chieftains, and gained considerable repute in the service of the two, those two families. That branch of the family has been treated of in detail in an article by Bruno Dawley, uh, the Iwil Connera of Thomond, in Studia Hibernica 35, but 10 years ago, published about 10 years ago. In this talk, however, I'll concentrate almost exclusively on the achievements of the main Roscommon branch of the family. Now, genealogical collections in a number of manuscripts, all dating from the 17th century or later, include pedigrees of Clonny Will Connery, which trace their descent from Mana, son of Neil Nihilach. That is to say, they were considered to belong to Kinel Mana of the southern Inail. Kinelmanna were rulers of the territory of Chaffa, which at least in early times was situated largely in present-day County Longford. Uh, the late Francis John Byrne was of the opinion that Kinelmanna, east of the Shannon, and the territory of Ewan, west of the river in East Galway and South Roscommon, may originally have constituted a single kingdom, but that in time the eastern portion was absorbed by the Enail, while western Manna was incorporated in the Connacht Over Kingdom. Each of them, it would appear, was then furnished with, a separate, with separate and quite dubious pedigrees, affiliating the former to the southern Enail and the latter to the Uriela. That Byrne's suggestion may contain, contain more than a grain of truth is supported by the fact that the aforementioned pedigree of Clan Iwil Connere is itself rather problematical, and you'll see examples of that on pages two and three of your handout. For example, while the version in Machirvishi's Book of Genealogies has 27 generations, beginning with Neil, father of Mana, that in the roughly contemporary O'Cleary Book of Genealogies has 38, and three of the former's 27 generations are entirely omitted from the latter. Uh, closely resembling the Machirvishi version, albeit with five additional generations inserted here and there, are, pedigree, are two pedigrees virtually identical to one another in two other 17th century manuscripts preserved here in the RIA, uh, E44 and D13. 
Attached to the pedigree in E44 are a further 10 genealogical snippets, uh, if you can call them that, four of which relate to a subgroup of the family named Shlukpojian. About half of the 10 are difficult to link with the main, into the main pedigree, although Colm O'Loughlin has managed to make sense of a couple more in a genealogical table he inserted as one of the appendices to Irish Men of Learning, um, a collection of the writings of Paul Walsh, which he edited. Incidentally, there's a more satisfactory version of the genealogical table in a fine article by Bernadette Cunningham and Raymond Gillespie, as has already been mentioned, uh, on Murius o Moil Connera of Clon Pluckoin, a nearly 16th century Connacht scribe at work, which appeared again in the same volume of Studia Hibernica I mentioned a moment ago, volume 35. Undoubtedly, however, there's further work to be done on all of this. It's striking how comparatively modest, however, is the treatment of Clonnie Wilconnera in the genealogical collections preserved in earlier manuscripts, such as the books of Ballymote and Lekin. Despite the fact that, as may be seen from the handout, members of the family were well established in the field of Irish learning when those two great Connacht manuscripts were being compiled around the close of the 14th century, the family was apparently not deemed to merit a full dress pedigree in either of the manuscripts. Indeed, Instead, it is treated of in a single sentence with almost identical wording in the two manuscripts. The Book of Ballymote has Da Wach Le Flatchile Aon Moil Connera O Dodge Muncher Moil Connera August Moil Chinna O Dodge Muncher Moil Chinna and Lekin is almost, uh, well, verbally uh, almost identical. Now, the uh, family's case, this, the family's case bears comparison with that of another learned family, that of Odeganoin who in later times, of course, were based somewhat to the north of Clonny Wilconnera in North Roscommon, South East Sligo and Leitrim. They, were, they too were supposedly descended from Manya MacNeil and the respective eponymous ancestors of the two families, Clonny Wilconnera and Winter Huygenoyne, were said to be distant cousins of one another. They appeared in exactly the same, at the same point in the two genealogical tables. Um, it's interesting to note that a third learned family in late medieval Connacht, that of O'Higgin, was furnished with a supposed descent from another son of Neil Nihilach, in this case from Fiacha MacNeil. Without going into the matter in too much detail, it seems to me that there may be something more than a little fishy about all of these pedigrees, and indeed those of other learned families, for example, the earlier portion of the pedigree of Clan Irvishi, which is rather dubious as well. It's a matter I think would merit further investigation, but that, that'll have to wait for another occasion. <clears throat> Before leaving the subject of Clanny Wilconnera in the genealogies, and having remarked on what I term its modest treatment in the various collections from the books of Ballymote and Lekin to the four uh, 17th century manuscripts, there's one point I find particularly striking. This is the complete absence of Clanny Wilconnera from the interesting collection of genealogies preserved in a vellum manuscript, Irish manuscript 11, in King's Inns that appears to date from about the year 1500. The reason why its absence from this volume is so significant is the presence on folio 8 of a most suggestive scribal signature, Jirmaj Og Mach Tilagna. As the editor Podrick de Bruyne points out, Tilagna is a name which appears to be peculiar to the Omwil Cunnera family, although he confesses that this germage does not seem to occur in any of the Omwil Cunnera genealogies. So uh, a clearly Omwil Cunnera genealogical manuscript has no Omwil Cunnera genealogy. So just, just mention that and make of it what you will. 
I can't claim that my search for Clonny Wheel Connery in the various collections of Irish genealogies is altogether exhaustive. Give me another six months and I might get through them all. But I think I've looked at most of the places it is likely to occur with the results I've just outlined. Now, there's no doubt that the eminent uh, status of Clonny Wheel Connery among the learned families of Ireland was widely recognised. For example, when Dualtach Makirvishi, in his preface to his Lourning Enelach, lists some 17 of the principal historian families of Ireland, together with, quote, the territories, uh, quote in translation, the territories and the leading kindreds for whom they speak in the, later, in the latter times, the very first of these is given thus in translation. E wheel chunere, with shiel mwiri, around Crochen, some of them in Thomond, and others in Leinster, and in Unangele, that's Annaly, the present county Longford. Second and third in the list uh, are two other Connacht families. Second is Clan Irvishi, and third, um, Odignain. Um, admittedly, in a later work of Dualtuk's entitled Uder Erden, or also called Descriptoribus Hibernicus, written in 1656, he lists the names in a somewhat different order. He begins with, for some reason, Flynn, then Mac Irvishi, Odin, Omil Connere, Odiganon, and so on. Now, it should be noted that the personal name Mwil Connere, from, whom the, from which the surname derives, is a particularly rare one. In the 30,500 name index to Mark Irvish's book of genealogies, for instance, uh, personal name index, there are only two examples. One of them, the eponymous ancestor of this family, uh, and the other belonging to a family of the Evruin, based apparently in northwest Roscommon. For instance, many instances of names beginning with the element Mwil, which can mean tonsured one or by extension devotee of, uh, refer to names of saints, Mwil Bridge and Mwil Parik, Mwil Cullum, Mwil Brennan and so on. Yet in the genealogies of Irish saints edited by Padraig O'Rean, there's only a single instance of a holy man, in this case a bishop, named Cunnere, of whom nothing whatever is known. And there's no example at all of Mwil Cunnere. Despite the eponym's rarity, there is actually evidence for another family called Omwil Connery, one said to belong to the northern Eichroch and to have been based on the western shore of Killala Bay in northeast Mayo. However, apart from its being mentioned in passing in the Eichroch genealogies in the Book of Lecan, and also in the long genealogical topographical poem in the Govland the Chwin Chwin, dating from AD 1417, both of which texts are also preserved in Dualtuch's uh, uh, book of genealogies, I have found no other reference to this family. If we move on briefly to the 20th century, we may note the distribution of the surname, which is generally anglicised nowadays as Connery, uh, and less usually, and apparently only in County Clare, as Mull Connery. It is also rendered, of course, Conroy, but as this can represent a different, uh, it can also represent a different and far more numerous surname, it must be left out of the reckoning. So in the census of Ireland, 1901, we find 634 instances of the name Connery as, compo as compared to 38 of Mull Connery and nearly 4,000 of Conroy. Um, of those 634 examples, just under 596 were to be found in just six counties, of which, and half of them, nearly half of them in Roscommon, 271, followed by Mayo, 162, Galway, 83, Sligo, 33, and so on. Now, whatever the truth of Clanny and Will Connery's actual origins, 
whether they really originated east of the Shannon, perhaps in present-day County Longford, or really had roots somewhere in early Connacht, we find members of the family based uh, in present-day County Roscommon by the early decades, decades of the 13th century. But the first reference to a member of the family engaged in learned pursuits dates to a century earlier, with record in the Annals of Chirnach and in the Four Masters of the death in 1136 of one Nye He is described as Anshanachai, the historian, but no indication whatever is given of where he was based or by whom he was employed. A formerly well-known Roscommon scholar, Canon M.J. Conlon, who died over 50 years ago, wrote an interesting article on Ballymulconnery and the Mulconneries, which appeared in the Irish Ecclesiastical Record in 1958. While he had an encyclopedic knowledge of the toponymy of his native county, Conlon, however, was not always reliable in his handling of historical sources. His reading of analytic entries in particular could be rather slipshod. For example, he states that following, quote, that first mention of them in the annals under 1136, the Emil Connery came under pressure from the Normans and left their Median territory and journeyed westwards early in the 13th century, taking with them their learning and their arts. This statement, must be said, is based on nothing more than guesswork. But Connellan goes on to declare, by 1224 and 28, or Omul Connery, as he gives it, was eulogising the Connacht kings. The problem with this statement is that the poet Donacha Bacach lived more than a century and a half after the dates cited, dying in the, uh, as the Annals of Connacht tell us, in the year 1404, the four masters say 1405. Uh, what happened was that the Annals, when referring to the deaths of Cahal Crovyarag, king of Connacht, and his son A in 1224 and 28 respectively, quote from a poem in Irish on, royal, uh, on Irish royal succession that was composed long after those deaths by Donacha Bacach. So much for the annals being considered to be purely contemporary records. Obviously, they were indeed subject to later editing and rewriting. But, I mean, that's one of the kind of blunders, I suppose, that can, uh, can happen to any of us, perhaps. Uh, in total, some 44 bearers of the surname Omuel Connery feature in various collections of Irish annals between that very bare analytic entry at the year 1136, Nea Omuel and and the year 1602, when there's mention in the Annals of the Four Masters of one Flattery Omuel Connery. Well-known individual, of course. The vast majority of entries are to be found in two sets of annals. Firstly, the Annals of Connacht, unsurprisingly, since that work is believed to have been originally compiled by members of the Omuel Connery family in the mid-15th century, and worked on later, of course, by the Ihuiganoin. And secondly, the Annals of the Four Masters, two of whose compilers, two of whose six compilers, also belong to the family, namely Farfassa, son of Lachlan, and Muddish, son of Thorne. The latter, of course, is referred is termed an additional scribe by Bernadette Cunningham in her book on the Four Masters. It must be emphasised, however, that due to the cryptic nature of many of the annals entries, there are often considerable problems associated with identifying individuals mentioned in the text or in deciphering their interrelationships. I've tried on one page uh, in the handout, not very successfully, I think, do something on these interrelationships. Uh, regrettably, I don't have time to go into the details here. Moreover, while the role in life of the majority is indicated as olive, our Olivan, uh, Shanachai, Phila, etc., 
in, a, a, in as many as a third of the cases, no such detail is given. The first entry, with at least a modicum of detail, is at the year 1231, where the obit of Dinian Omwil Connery describes him as Olive of Shilmwiri, that is, effectively, of the O'Connor kings of Connacht. Uh, the temporal distribution of analytic entries relating to the Clonnery Will Connery uh, is rather interesting. There are four in the second half of the 13th century, two for the entire 14th century, nine in the first half of the 15th and 18 in the second half, and then eight for the entire 16th century. That is about two-thirds of the entries relate to the 15th century, which in itself is an interesting point. Mention of the connection of Clonny Will Connery with the Kings of Connacht calls to mind the pivotal role of the family in the inauguration ceremony on the mound of Carn Free for the Okrahur kings. The prose text that precedes the famous poem Gav Umud Elimi um, lists the... Uh, kings and nobles of Connacht who have a right to be present at the inauguration of O'Crohur, and then adds in Myers Dillon's translation, and it is Omwil Connery who is entitled to give the rod of kingship into his hand at, the inaugura at his inauguration, and none of the nobles of Connacht has a right to be with him on the mound save Omwil Connery who inaugurates him, and O'Connachtain who keeps the gate of the mound. It should also be noted that one of the earliest bearers of the surname Omil Connery to be mentioned in the annals was a fairly prominent ecclesiastic, Thomas, Archdeacon of Toome, whose death in 1266 is recorded by the Four Masters and also by the Annals of Connacht. I, mean, I, I uh, omitted that by mistake in the handout. <coughs> he seems to have been something of an exception, however, as the only other senior churchman belonging to the family that I can find was the celebrated scholar and theologian Flatterium Will Connery, who, as I'm sure you know, following a distinguished career, mainly on the continent, was appointed Archbishop of Toome in 1629, but died less than eight months later without ever setting foot in his archdiocese. Now, I want to look briefly at the somewhat problematical question of where the Connacht clan, uh, uh, Connacht clan Will Connery were based. Um, I, problematic in the sense that a lot of discussion has uh, gone on about it over the years. What was almost certainly the family's principal base was at a place called Balia Iwil Connery, or uh, Ballymulconry, a name that is now obsolete. The place appears to have comprised four town lands, Mehanach, Creta, uh, Listoff and Grange, plus, as remarked by Paul Walsh, uh, some further parcels, all of which were located in the civil parish of Kiltruston in northeast Roscommon. Walsh, who based his identification on the evidence of the Cromwellian era Book of Survey and Distribution, noted that the four named townlands had a total area of 734 acres. Canon Michael Conlon uh, argued, in this case I think rather convincingly, that Bally Ewil also encompassed two further townlands, Larrigan and Lichine, with an area between them of just under 400 acres. Balia Iwil Connery in its entirety, therefore, would have had an area of approximately 1134 acres. This would appear to suggest that the name was that of an ancient unit known as the Balia Beathi, rather than the smaller denomination such as the Balia Farren or Townland. Another denomination, now also obsolete, called Clun Bolagain, uh, uh, later rendered Clun Pluckain, appears to have applied to the same area as Balia Iwil Connery but predates it by nearly two and a half centuries. Clun Bulligain first appears in 1232, and Balia Iwil Connery doesn't occur until 1470. 
<coughs> that entry at 12.32 in the Annals of Connacht reports that Mwil Owen Bower or Mwil Connery took Clone Bolligoyne this year, the Goal Clone Bolligoyne in Hock Anno, uh, which is in itself is a rather interesting formulation. Clone Bolligoyne was transformed by Metatsus, for example, in the Annals of the Four Masters of the year 1497 into Clone Pluckoyne, for which Bally Ewil Connery apparently came to be used as an alternative an alternative name around that same time. The two names are used interchangeably in at least one instance for a manuscript which is sometimes called Lower Clona Pluckoin and sometimes Lower Walle e Wilconere. Uh, according to Paul Walsh, three, uh, three manuscripts here in the Academy uh, and formerly in the so called Stowe collection. Um, deriving from the, the great Roscommon scholar Charles O'Connor of Balnagar, these are. Uh, D4, D51, D41, and D13, in that order, um, containing a copy, uh, somewhat uh, lacunous, I think, of Lavergovala, uh, Thornison's B1 version. These apparently all re uh, re represent all that now survives of Lauer Clona Pluckine. Any account of this uh, manuscript, however, cannot fail to mention what uh, Cunningham and Gillespie referred to as Paul Walsh's ingenious reading of a cryptic entry on the, use, on the upper margin of the first folio of RIA manuscript D13, when this very cryptic note, uh, consisting mainly of initial letters, is expanded, as uh, Walsh managed to do. It is seen to begin with the words, Agsho, Lyaur, Clona, Pluckoin, own Ballypodgian and so on. This is the book of Clone Pluckoin, namely Podgian's place. And as the authors of the article remark, the note provides an important insight into the contents of the book of Clone Pluckoin. So again, I leave yourself to read uh, uh, Walsh's rendering of that uh, passage. Just to make a, a, a brief announcement, sorry to interrupt, is that uh, I've been told that the cameras from TG Car may be coming in in a few minutes, so don't be disturbed. I'm going to Hollywood, so. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Okay, back to Clune Puckheim. Uh, uh, now, one final observation on the name Clune Puckheim. Uh, Paul Walsh remarks that, quote, at, one time, at the time of the Cromwellian settlement, the name Clune Pluckin has had dropped out of use, and Ballymull Connery itself was forgotten soon afterwards. This appears to be a considerably more accurate statement of what happened than one made by Canon Conlon, uh, which I haven't time to discuss here. Now, just north of Clun Bolligoin or Clun Pluckoin, alias Bali Iwil Connery, is the still extant townland of Clonaghy, Clonaghyche, uh, an interesting name, in the parish of Clun Craff, which John O'Donovan mistakenly believed to be the true location of Clun Pluckoin, and thereby caused a lot of confusion. Conlon was strongly of the opinion that the significance of Clunahitia has been grossly exaggerated by various writers who have accepted uncritically every statement by O'Donovan as if it were wholly writ. Uh, instead, he argues, and I think in this case rather convincingly, that the only link between Clunahitia and any learned man of, of Clanny Wilconere was an entry in the Annals of the Four Masters at the year 1488 which records the death there after a short illness of one Mwail Connere, son of Thorna O'Mwail Connere. This individual had been appointed just the previous year as joint Can Finne of Clanny Will Connere. Conlon concludes rather witheringly, 
It is said that he died in Clonnehy. It does, it does not say that he lived there, but we take it that he did. But neither before that year, 1487, nor ever afterwards, was any olive of the Omwell Connerys associated with Clonaghy. So much for any plans uh, the good people of Clonaghy may have to promote uh, uh, day tours to the home of the Omwell Connery Bardic poets. As against that, however, it's worth remarking that in an English document, a fiant of Elizabeth dated 1585, there's record of a royal pardon granted to one Ullin or Illin O'Mulconnery of Clonhee, who is described as gentleman and rhymer, the latter being a usual term in such documents for a Gaelic poet. So a poet, but perhaps not an olive, may have lived there, let's say. All of these places I've just mentioned are situated in what we may term the northeast Roscommon Lakeland. Um, a nice term for the Board Falls or the likes to take up. Clunpluckon lies about five to eight kilometres east of the village of Elfin and about the same distance north of Strokestown, while Clunahee lies about two kilometres north of Clunpluckon and till ten kilometres south of Carrick and Shannon. So it give you maybe an idea where it was. Uh, uh, you had uh, Kevin's very useful uh, map there, a nice coloured map of the, uh, the parishes of Roscommon. And of course, you, on Rory's map yesterday, you have uh, Ballycommon. I noticed on that map that the, there's a border marked. I don't know whether it's a hard or a uh, soft one, but it's another interesting one. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, that, uh, that gives you an idea of that area of North East Roscommon. Uh, and about seven kilometres northeast of Clonaghy and about nine kilometres southeast of Carrick and Shannon is the townland of Balia and Chimeen, anglicised Ballycommon, in the parish of Kilmore, as we heard already, uh, where, uh, as all everybody here uh, is now aware, uh, at least part of the manuscript we can now call Yawr Walia and Chimeen was penned exactly 444 years ago, if my um, sums are correct. Uh, the place lies, as we've heard already, on the western shore of Loch Derg, one of the smaller lakes through which the Shannon flows, uh, about midway between Loch Allen to the north and Loch Ree to the south. Immediately north of Ballycommon, as Kevin mentioned, uh, is the double townland of Clune Common, Beg and Moor, with respective areas of 117 and 330 acres, as compared to 124 acres in Ballycommon. Unlike Ballycommon, Clune Common uh, does not appear to be on record prior to the time of the Ordnance Survey or as uh, immediate forerunner of the Boundary Survey of Ireland, but it seems very likely that both place names share that same final element, Quimian. Uh, the earliest reference to Quimian in the in DIL, I think, uh, is in Beadle's Old Testament, so that's another matter maybe to could be examined. Now, I regret that time constraints preclude me from furnishing you with a detailed account of every one of the 44 members of Clonny Wheel Connor, and I can hear a, uh, uh, some people uh, sighing with relief. Um, the, these members whose names occur in the annals between 1136 and 1602, although I hope to treat at least some of them uh, in the published version of the paper. In addition to references in the annals, there are, of course, numerous citations of members of Clonnie Wilconnera in literary or scribal contexts, 
To give just a flavour of these, uh, I, what I did was a rather lazy way of doing it. I abstracted about 50 such references from that splendid compendium, the second index volume of the Academy's great catalogue of Irish manuscripts. Of the 50 or so individuals that appear in that list, 20 are named as scribes, and no fewer than 28 are mentioned in relation to poetry, with a total of 67 poems attributed to them. It is interesting to note that only three are recorded as having penned pedigrees, genealogies or so, and the like, and strangely enough, none is mentioned specifically as a compiler or copyist of analytic material. It's worth remarking, however, that it can be exceedingly and frustratingly difficult to link individuals occurring in the annals either with one another or with individuals mentioned as scribes or poets in, say, the index to the RIA catalogue or the Elizabethan fiends and, and such documents. This is something that has been touched on already by Kevin. Among things that exacerbate the, uh, the problem are the recordance of the same name over and over again. There are multiple examples of the names Donal, Illan, Lochlin, Mwilin, uh, Mwilachlan, Mwirius, Mwirish, Nye, Sean, Tani, and Thorna. And another problem arises from the lack of genealogical detail that might help us decide what relation, if any, one, uh, if any, one individual is of another. <coughs> I'd like to draw attention uh, here to Bernard Cunningham's very opposite remarks on the possible identity of Sean and Will Connery, in whose house much of the Book of Ballyan Chumian was apparently compiled, and this has already been discussed uh, in some detail by, by Quivian. Uh, actually, I'm delighted that uh, um, Berndet's blog was included in, in your handout, so it's, uh, it's well worth reading, so I'm indebted to her for that. Again, without repeating uh, everything I had noted here, but um, as uh, Kevin mentioned, uh, the work, uh, most of the work was done in a place, uh, uh, was done in Ballycumian, but then more, uh, there's Sean and Will Connor in the house of Sean and Will Connor, but Sean also accompanied one of the scribes to continue some of the work in a place called Ballycheward. Uh, in an area referred to as Blaw Muya, uh, a name which doesn't appear to occur elsewhere. Um, and as Kevin has mentioned, it has been tentatively, the, play, the area has been tentatively identified as represented by the present townland of Ballyhubert in the parish of Lissanuffy, about, he said 15 kilometres south of Clonpluck, and I had 16, so we won't argue over that. <coughs> Dr. Cunningham suggests that Sean may have been the Sean O'Mill Connor, a Priv Edgeskwellian, a Dringa, a Dormer Hanna, Agus Arnairn, a Shanchus in Amshire Hain that is, principal teacher of the folk we have mentioned and of the men of Ireland in history in his own time, uh, as he is described by Michal O'Clary in his address to the reader at the beginning of his folklore, No Son of Son Nua, uh, printed in Louvain in 1643. It may, he may also be identical to the Sean Mactorna Ewil Connera Edgefarnairn Igutchene Ishanachas Agus Igronic, the tutor of the men of Ireland, in general, in history and chronology, as again we saw from Kevin, uh, he had it on the screen there a while ago, who was cited by Flan McEagoyne in his approbation of the Annals of the Four Masters. Uh, I won't say any more on that at the moment. Now, there's one 16th century source that yields particularly interesting information on families such as that of Omuil Connery. This is the calendar of Tudor Fians, particularly those from the reign of Elizabeth I. 
The original texts of the fiends, of course, were lost in the catastrophic destruction of the Public Record Office and the Four Courts at the start of the Civil War, the end of June 1922. We must therefore be eternally grateful to the Deputy Keepers of the Public Records of Ireland, who had the foresight some decades earlier to order and oversee the compilation of the very substantial, wonderfully meticulous and truly invaluable calendar of the fiends, which is topped off by an astonishingly comprehensive index this last having, by one estimate I've heard, uh, I didn't count them myself, uh, containing upwards of 120,000 items, mainly names of persons and places. The fiends themselves uh, were written in Latin, but the place and personal names were usually in an anglicised form, and it's mainly these that were abstracted to form the calendar. Um, a fairly uh, quick trawl through the index to nearly 7,000 Elizabethan fiends yields references to one or more members of Clonnie Will Connery in just 26, 26 out of 7,000. Only half of these 26, however, refer to members of the Connacht, mainly Roscommon branch of the family. Of the remainder, three each refer to bearers of the surname based in counties Limerick and Tipperary, two to bearers in Queen's County, that's Leash, and one each in counties Clare, Cork, Kildare and Kilkenny. Of the 13 so-called Connacht entries, if we may call them such, 10 very probably belong to County Roscommon. There's a slight doubt about one of them. While two others given under County Galway and one under County Longford may perhaps be considered outriders of the Roscommon branch or branches. That's a matter I think could be uh, pursued further. The fields, of course, were dipped into almost a century ago by T.F. O'Rahilly as a source of information on members of the of Irish learned families, resulting in his celebrated and still valuable paper, Irish Poets, Historians and Judges, in English Documents 50 and 38, 60 and 15, published in the Proceedings of the RIA in 1922. O'Rahilly, however, gives just three of what I have called the Connacht entries, but he makes some valuable observations on a number of them. Paul Walsh, too, in his fine study, The Learned Family of O'Mill Connery, published in the Catholic Bulletin in 1936 and reprinted in Irishmen of Learning, noted three other entries in the Fiends and also a couple of other, uh, a couple in another valuable source, the calendar of patent rolls of James I. Uh, while I have completed my own trawl of the Fiends, my search of the 600 double column large format pages of the calendar of patent rolls is not yet finished. So I'll resist tempta any temptation to give any indication of the results so far, except to say that so far anyway, there don't seem to be very as many citations in the calendar as I thought there might be. Um, I'll end so with two observa brief observations. One is that, as you may have noticed, the many names I've cited from annals, literary texts, fiends, etc., are overwhelmingly male. Indeed, one has to search quite hard to find even an occasional female. One that I found was Bevin, daughter of Omil Connery, mother of a poet, Taig, son of Gilakulam O'Higgin. As she's mentioned only in Taig's obit at the year 1391, we have, however, no indication of when she was born or when she died, but at least we have her name. Uh, now, <clears throat> mention of Taig O'Higgin's obit reminds me that many of the annals entries I site in the handout have to do with the obituaries of prominent people and most of them are quite lavish in their praise for the deceased often ludicrously so de mortuus nihil nisi bonum uh, is a motto that does indeed seem to have usually been to the fore in the analyst's mind it is then something of a relief 
uh, to come on an occasional example when, where this was not the case. One instance I have noted relates to a member of Clon Ewil Cunera, again called Nea. Uh, in the Annals of the Four Masters at the year 1486, we find the following entry as translated by John O'Donovan. Nea O'Mul Connery, head of the inhospitality of Ireland, Can Dechil Aaron, died. It was he who solemnly swore that he would never give butter and bread together to his, uh, to his guests. So clearly someone not noted for his generosity. And on that amusing note, Eileen, Gormil Mahogi.